Hey hustlers, welcome to the Hustle Show audio experience. Real, no filter conversations with successful entrepreneurs where we go over the harsh truth nobody told you about being an entrepreneur. And now, your host, Christian Ariola. Hey hustlers, welcome to episode number 43 of the Hustle Show. My name is Christian Ariola, and it's exciting to have you here listening and tuning in on another episode of this amazing community where we have real no filter conversations with successful entrepreneurs about the harsh reality of being an entrepreneur. Thanks again for tuning in and, you know, for, for listening to another journey that we're going to share to you today. And before we do, before we jump into anything, I want to make sure that you hit the subscribe button right now, whether you're listening to this in our podcast audio experience or you're watching on our YouTube channel, make sure you hit that subscribe button right now as we will continue to provide top-notch motivational content for you. And remember all the show notes and uh, the audio and the video experience for this episode, you can find it at thehustleshow.co. On today's episode, we have Romacio, who's gonna join us. He has quite a fascinating story as he went, um, he, he just turned 40, he was a college dropout at 19, and he's a self-made millionaire in real estate at by the age of 25 and in the last 10 years he has made millions of dollars in the network marketing and multi-level marketing industry so i'm super excited to have you here man welcome to the hustle show well thank you so much christian i appreciate you for having me man yeah it's exciting i mean quite a fascinating story there um you know now we're, we're hearing more and more about those stories where people actually quit the the college to go build something much bigger so I'm eager, sure. I'm eager to hear your story. How did you get involved into all this entrepreneurship craziness to begin with? Well, it's really simple, man. I'm, I'm 40 years old uh, right now here in January. I just had a birthday. I grew up in East Oakland, uh, California, and um, my mom and dad are still married. I've got four brothers, came from a very strict family, parents to the middle class family. Nobody was, you know, nobody had any real money, but uh, they did the best job they could, my parents, to raise us, uh, us children best that they could and they did a phenomenal job they instilled the right morals the right values work hard you know treat your community fair these sorts of things and so uh, for me i went to sacramento state university uh, just an hour away from oakland and um, college was not my bag of tea i decided to drop out of college after a year and a half of being there uh, i just i felt that college was no guarantee for anybody i felt it was a great place to go for people that you know didn't know what they want to do want the college experience you know Hopefully, you know, maybe they'll figure out or bump into something and kind of find a direction. Um, it wasn't that I knew exactly what I wanted to do uh, while I was in college, but I did know that I wanted to be successful. Now, there was no monetary number that I placed on success, Christian. What it was for me is that I had told my mom and my father that uh, once I decided to drop out of college and they told me I would receive no more money from the house, I told them, I promise you, whatever I decide to do, I will be the best. I come from a great example. Uh, I will not make, uh, I will not disappoint the family, basically. Right. And so I had no idea what I was going to do, but here's what I believe. I believe the definition of success as I see it is to find someone that has already achieved the level of success that you desire and allow them to teach you how they did it. Um, so in other words, what I'm saying, Christian, when you ask me the question of where did it all begin? Well, number one, it starts from you have to have a burning desire for more. You just do. As you hear through my story, my desire was 
I desired to be successful. I wasn't going to be a bum. I wasn't going to be a loser. I was going to make something of my life legal, moral, and ethical. I had no idea what that was going to be, but I had a desire to be successful. I never thought I was going to become a multimillionaire. I just wanted to win in life, period. I realized that um, winning was what it was all about. And so after you have the desire, for those of you that are listening and taking notes, after you have the desire, the second thing is you must find a mentor. You see, mentorship, mentorship is wisdom without waiting for it. Most of us have said, I wish I would have known now what it is that I, I wish I would have known then what it is that I know now. Well, Christian, the only difference between then and now is really wisdom. That's the only difference. That's the only difference between then and now is you now are wiser. And wisdom comes from two places. Number one, your personal mistakes. And number two, wisdom comes from mentors' mistakes. So it's easier, shorter, and quicker to learn from other people's mistakes versus you keep banging your head against the wall trying to figure it out. So the shortcut towards success, no matter what you want to do, is to always find a mentor. So when you look at my life, as in today, my fitness levels, I have a mentor. My financial levels, business uh, that I'm involved in, I have a mentor. Saving money, mentor. Anything, spiritual advisor, mentor. Everything I do, I always have a mentor. Somebody that's already achieved what it is I'm looking to do, and all I've got to do is learn from their successes and their failures. And that's how I've been able to achieve it much quicker. So when you ask me where did it start, it starts from, number one, having a burning desire. Number two, you've got to find the right mentor. How do you do this? It's really simple. You take a, you can go on Google uh, and you can look up the top 20 in whatever profession that you are aspiring to embark upon. Whatever that thing is you want to do, you need to find the top 20 best in the world. And whatever their seminar is, whatever the cost to get next to them, whatever book you got to read, you got to do it. You got to do it. And one of the things I always teach people is just because you identify the right mentor, it doesn't mean the mentor owes you anything. You have to pursue the mentor. You cannot wait for him or her to come to you. And so let me give all of your listeners one simple question that I've used all over my life since I was 18, and it's allowed me to make many, 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 many millions of dollars. Here's the question. Once I've identified who the person is, male or female, doesn't matter what their race is, doesn't matter their age, wisdom has no respect of age, and it has no respect of race. This is the million-dollar question. I say to a mentor, I say, listen, hey, ma'am, hey, sir, what would I have to do to make it worth your while for you to teach me what it is you know. Once again, what would I have to do to make it worth your while to teach me what it is you know? Because again, you have to understand the mentor doesn't owe you anything. Right. You have to make it worth it for them to want to invest their time into you. So number number one is find the right mentor. Number two, to become very successful, you got to be involved in that thing, whatever that thing is, at the right time. 90% of success, my friends, is all predicated upon timing. People think, oh, it's all based on hog, it's all based on hard work. Hogwash, Christian. Hogwash. My mama, my daddy worked long and hard for 40 young, 40 long years. 
and literally don't have much at all right now. Don't tell me it's about hard work. It's right. about strat. It's about literally working smart. It's about working smart. And so literally it's not just hard work. You got to get involved at the right time. 90% of success comes down to timing. It's kind of like if you and I were to start a vinyl records company today, we probably wouldn't do well, well at all. Why? Nobody's buying vinyl records anymore. That's right. why. So timing is everything. And then finally, number three, after you found the right mentor, right time, number three is now you've got to work hard. Absolutely. You then got to go ahead and execute. You've got to go ahead and work hard. So those are the three uh, elements that I would tell anybody that wants to become massively successful at anything. Nice. Yeah, definitely agree with you. I mean, we, we've talked about mentors in, the, in past episodes and the importance of them. And I want to hear like, this is the experience, this is the wisdom that you've acquired in the last 10, 15 years. You know, you've been doing this for quite some time. But I'm gonna, I want to go back to the first six months of you starting your first, very first business. How was that like for you? You know, again, I, um, you know, I got, when I dropped out of college, I, uh, I met a gentleman that was white. His name was Brent Peterson. And I, I specifically always tell everybody that he was white because I always want everybody to know that oftentimes the answer that you're looking for does not look like you. It doesn't sound like you. And it certainly doesn't think like you. Right. I say that again, very profound. The answer that you're looking for doesn't sound, look, dress, does, doesn't look like you at all. And so I met this gentleman. He was in a burrito shop. He was wearing a, a nice pinstripe blue suit. And I said to him, hey, man, what do you do? That's the second golden nugget that I've given all your listeners. You should always ask people, what do you do? What do you do? Always be curious, man, what do you do? You know, and I did. He told me he was in the mortgage and real estate business, gave me his business card. I then followed up and pursued him. I was dead broke. And long story short, Christian, he hired me as his assistant. And I was a telemarketer on all commissions. So I was the guy that would call people's homes, trying to get them to uh, refinance or purchase a home. This is back in 1999. And, um, you know, literally in the beginning, everybody was hanging up on me. Literally, everybody was hanging the phone up. They didn't want to talk to me. It was, <laughs> it was cold blooded out there, man. And um, but I continued to persevere and I got good at it. I got good at it because I didn't have a choice. And so I had to win. And I did. I found a way to win. And long story short, I, I graduated from a telemarketer. I moved up the ladder in the mortgage and real estate business until real soon, uh, a few years later, I then ended up owning my own mortgage and real estate uh, uh, firm. I had two of them. And um, next thing you know, there I was, 24, 25 years old. And I now had become a multi, multi-millionaire many times over annually uh, for being involved with the right person at the right time. And I worked hard. Okay. So again, uh, that's kind of how it happened for me uh, in terms of how I got my first, you know, big breakthrough, if you want to call it that. And then uh, 10 years ago, obviously I got introduced to network marketing and now we've been killing it. I'm number 16 in the entire world in network marketing. And there's 110 people, 110 million people worldwide that are in network marketing, which is a home-based business. And I'm now today number 16 out of 110 million worldwide. So, but again, it's the same formula, Kristen. It doesn't deviate. Got involved with the right mentor, right time, work hard. It's it. It doesn't right. change. If I wanted to be in the podcasting business, like what you're doing, all I would do 
find the top 20, find what I got to do teach me to get them to teach me their secrets. Boom. So I got my mentor, right time, work hard. There I go again, top. That's the recipe, man. But I want to go back to the first thing I said. If a person does not have a burning desire for more, man, I don't care how many books you read, how many schools you go to. <laughs> I don't care who your mama is, who your daddy is. I don't care. You ain't going nowhere. Right. All success of any kind starts from the desire, which comes from inside of you to want more. Right. And it's 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 a real. I mean, it's it's real. You know, you have to have that why and that very you know the hanger and the and the hustle in you something that is is nobody's going to teach you i mean it's something that you develop and you and many of us that you know many of the people that is listening right now they probably feel it already because it's something inexplicable like it's something that is driving you that is wanting you to do better and to do bigger things but there's no way that it can you know that somebody can can teach you this stuff right the best thing that for those of us that have children let me and i'll say this and i'm very passionate about this whether you have one kid or two or a hundred kids, whatever, the best thing you can do for your child is give them an example of success. It does, Look, I'm not, you don't have to become no millionaire. Give them an example of you're not a quitter. Give them an example of you get knocked down, but you get back up and you get at it again. Give them an example of success because more is caught by children than taught. More is caught than taught. When I dropped out of college, I looked mama and daddy in the eye as they sat on the couch and I said, dad, mom, I promise you, I will be the best. If I decide to be a garbage man, I'm going to be the best garbage man there is. Why? <laughs> Because I came from an example of success. Y'all fought for me. It's my job to go out there and fight for you. Right. And so, again, that's the best thing you can do for your child is to give them an example of success. Because you're right, Christian, you know. You can't really teach entrepreneurialism, but what you can do is be responsible for the environment you raise your kids up into. You see, I grew up in the hood, but my mama and my daddy, they said, listen, boy, you, you're not going to become a product of the environment. No. So my parents fought against that. They kept us inside. They put us to church. They constantly made us read books, talk to us, do all this type of stuff to say, no, you will not be a product of your environment. Now, we may not have millions of dollars to live in the suburbs or whatever, but what we're going to do is we're going to control these four walls. So right. give me an example. We couldn't talk to young girls until I was 17, 18 years old, man. I mean, can you imagine? <laughs> we can do sports, we can do church, but they would not allow us to pretty much, you know, you know, they wouldn't allow us certain freedoms because they didn't want us to get caught up in the negativity of growing up in the hood because then the odds were more likely that we would end up just like that. Right. So the power of environment is one way that you can, no matter who you are, no matter what your race or gender is, environment is something that actually, it helps people believe bigger in what it is that they can achieve or less. Let me give you an example. If you take the boy from the ghetto and you put him in the suburbs and you take the boy from the suburbs and put him in the ghetto, two totally different kids, promise you. All of a sudden, that suburb boy will begin to act totally different because of the influence of his environment. But likewise, the boy who grew up in the hood, all of a sudden, in the suburb, will begin to think differently, but once again, because of the influences of that environment. So what does this tell us? This tells us that environment is critically important towards a person believing. 
Wow. Yeah. And it makes sense. I mean, it's it's something like, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've heard of that old saying that you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. Uh, and, and this, you know, this reminded me of that. I mean, it's, it's the perfect example. Now, when you, because you have that support from your parents and they were supporting you as an, as an entrepreneur, they wanted you to be better than them. Did you ever have that feeling of quitting during the first few years that you were in business that you were trying to figure out things? Or what was driving you? What was driving your passion? You're always going to fight the fear of quitting. Always. That, that option. Uh, th listen, let me just help you. We, I'm very sensitive to words because, you know, first of all, let me break this down for all your listeners. And this is free, baby. Look, the only difference between the quitter and the winner is a state of mind. The winner said, you know what? I'm tired. I'm tired of quitting. I'm tired of losing. I want to win now. Listen, I'm going to say that again. It's so simple. I'm a very simple man. The only difference between winning and losing is a state of mind. The, the loser says, I am sick and tired of losing. Now I'm about to start winning. Well, what do you mean, Bob? Well, I'm going to do whatever it takes, legal, moral, and ethical, to win. So when you ask me, do you ever think about quitting, you always think. It, that thought, that option is always there in the back of your mind. It's always there. But then when you begin to study those people that you want to be like, you begin to do what I call instant pre-play. See, most people, Christian, they suffer from instant replay, where they're always replaying the past, meaning what if it doesn't work? What if I slip and fall? Uh-oh, no one ever did this before, so therefore I can't. They always are plaguing themselves over the past. While if you would choose to reframe the way you see things and you focus on instant pre-play, which means focus on what you want your future to look like. Then you will come up with these words. There is no such thing as losing. You either win or you learn. You either win or you learn. You either win or you learn. There is no such. There, what do you mean? See, the only place you have a winner and a loser is in sports. In right. the game of life, the two greatest things God ever gave us was the gift of time and the gift of choice. And so as long as you still have breath in your lungs and you still are alive above ground, you've got more time to make a better choice. So there is no such thing, regardless of your age, regardless of your gender, religious background, whatever, you have not lost. But the one thing that needs to be born within you is a desire to want more. And then if you have more, find the right mentor. The idea of quitting will always be there. It will always, it doesn't ever go away. But see, there's something... When you find the right mentor and you've got that, like you said, strong, you do have to have a strong reason why. If you don't, when the wind comes, you blow over. You will. But but see, here's the deal. When This is how I think. When I look at all the other people, do you know more people today, Christian, are becoming multi-multi-millionaires in this world than ever before? That's a fact. I'm talking about, and these people aren't summa cum laude of their class. They're not 4.0 students. We're talking... We're, we're talking average Joes. More, if I could pick a time to be born, it would be today. Technology is it, just everything. If I could choose when I could be born, I would choose right now. That's how good things are right now in terms of opportunities in our world today. Entre the, the idea of being an entrepreneur is more accepted today than ever before. But guess what? A lot of people who start businesses, they do fail. But that's not a failure. You, you, you're supposed to fall. You're supposed to fail forward. See, everybody talks about all the shots that Michael Jordan made. 
But did you know it was literally a thousand times more shots that he missed than he made? See, right. the thing about an entrepreneur is this year, 90% of the time we're wrong. I want everybody to remember, remember this. 90% of the time as an entrepreneur, we are wrong. It doesn't go according to plan. It doesn't. <laughs> but let me tell you, baby, about the 10%. Woo! Let me tell you about the 10%. As Babe Ruth would say, I just need one ball to go out the park for a home run. Just one good ball. Right. And it's the percent that we really fight for we fight for that 10 percent that one that one good train ride to change everything in our life that's how it works but do you have the tenacity the persistence the courage to literally keep going and keep going and keep and it's listen look talk is cheap my baby talk is cheap you're gonna cry over it you're gonna be frustrated sometimes you're gonna break stuff absolutely this is your life we're talking about it's supposed to be a fight as muhammad as muhammad ali would say it's supposed to be a rumble in the jungle. That's, and that's why I always tell people, literally, your life is a fight. And honestly, like I told you, my parents fought for me and I will always fight for them. Because when, when you're younger, the parents take care of the kids. And as you get older, it's our responsibility, in my opinion, to take care of the parents. It's called the cycle of life. And so literally, yeah. quitting is always there, Christian, but you just don't, I don't declare, I don't see myself as a quitter. Always remember, in life, you don't get what you want. You get what you picture. You don't get what you want. No, no. You get what you constantly picture in your mind because a picture is worth a thousand words. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's a great way to explain it. Now, and I want to hear more a little bit about your background and, and because you have this tremendous mindset now that you've been working on and you continually, you know, continue to grow as an entrepreneur. But did you ever have or what would be that one moment that you think that was your worst entrepreneurial moment you ever went through? Good question. I remember it like it was yesterday. Uh, there's, 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 uh, there's actually uh, two. Uh, the first one happened for me in mortgage and real estate. Uh, remember I told you the white guy, Brent Peterson, right. taught me everything I know. I was his assistant. I was forever grateful to him because he taught me things my own dad didn't teach. So I was very thankful. Um, and I was his assistant for a couple, about two, three years. And I was making virtually peanuts. No big deal. Um, but then there came a time where I knew it was time for me to graduate. I knew that I could do it. I was there. I could feel it in my mind. I, I had been doing it basically for him, but now I was ready to do it for me. And I said, hey, listen, I'm ready for a raise. I'm ready to go off and do my own transactions and so forth and so on. And I remember he disagreed. And I said to him, no, 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 this is not up for debate. I'm telling you, I, I have to do this because as a man, I'm feeling less and less and less every day that I don't do it because I know and I believe in my soul I'm capable of doing it. I've been a protege for the last two, three years. I've, I've, I've you know, I've grown my belief. I've, you know, I've done it for you and I'm ready now and um, let me free. And he was like, no, 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 no. I said, listen, sir, you're not listening to me. This is not up for debate. This is not a democracy. This is a statement. <laughs> There's no question mark at the end of this. I'm telling you what I need. This is what I need. Okay, and we got to do this. So long story short, I said, well, listen, then I got to leave. And he said, well, if you leave, you probably won't be very successful. I said, don't ever, ever, ever bet against me. That's the wrong, I'm the wrong dude. If you, can, if you can make it in Oakland, LA, and New York. You can make it anywhere. Right. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, I, I left, long story short, and I remember, you talk about a little bit of fear. Oh, my God, I'm by myself now. And I was. I was, there was some fear that I tell you the truth, it was, but I had courage too. 
And literally, I went out the next month, made $80,000 by myself the next month and never looked back since. So that was one moment right there. That was a defining moment. Second moment for me, 10 years ago, I actually transitioned into network marketing, the profession I'm involved in now. Uh, I started off part time like most people do. And long story short, made some money. I'm three years into the profession. I'm still a real estate broker at the same time. So I'm real estate and I'm and I'm in network marketing. And at that time, I lived in a big mansion here in Sacramento, big, huge house, whatever, and had a multi-million dollar lifestyle. And um, I had I was now three years into network marketing. Real estate was beginning to go down. OK, it was beginning to go down big time. And I had a decision to make. Was I going to stay in real estate, my core business that I had done for 12 years? Or was I going to transition into this network marketing thing um, was my decision. That, that was that was my dilemma. And I remember deciding I'm going to do network marketing. Why? Because the benefits far outweighed if I became massively successful in real estate. Residual income, you know, helping people, time, freedom, all this stuff was just it was unparalleled. If you make this thing work, it's far greater than anything else. So I chose network marketing, but I knew that when I chose network marketing, I was going to have to sell my huge home that I had built. And I was going to have to downsize my lifestyle and I was going to have to move into a smaller place. And by many people's definition, kind of go backwards a little bit because I was still a new baby in this network marketing thing. And I was making money, but not enough money to cover that huge lifestyle at that time. Right. There I was packing my bags, Christian, at my house. And my mother was there with me. And I was packing my furniture up and I was frustrated because I was lo 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 losing this house that I had built. Heated floors, swim up bar in the back. I mean, I'm talking about, man, you thought you was in some island or something. It was cold blooded, <laughs> brother. And um, I put my foot in that house. <laughs> and anyway, um, and I said to myself out loud, man, mom, I am done. I'm done. I'm done. I gave it a run. I gave it the best run I could and I'm finished. I'm now going to move to a smaller house and all this stuff and I'm done. And my mother grabbed me by the shoulder and she said, look at me, boy. She said, don't you ever, ever, ever say those words again that you're done. I promise you, your best work is ahead of you in the future. And little, I mean, I'll be honest, at the time I didn't believe her, but you know, right. I come from a family that when mama talks, you shut up, you don't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So I just, I remembered those words in the back of my head and here we are later, man, I've been involved in my current network marketing company now for one year, one year I've been involved. And ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you, I've had the biggest financial weeks of my entire career, as big as $150,000 to $200,000 a week of personal income here within the last 12 months. It's been absolutely phenomenal. So the point of the story is mama was right. So those, <laughs> are, the two, those are the two defining moments that I can see. I can tell you one, they both, it's interesting. If you listen to both of those, they both required me, and this is the thing I want your listeners to get. They both required me to have courage. Right. To have courage, to be able to do something that I did not want to do, but I had to do it. I had to do it to fight for what, what to fight for what I was believing in. And I did, and I cried about it. I was frustrated, you name it. But honestly, I can tell you, if it can happen for me, it can happen for all of your listeners. Listen, desire number one. Number two, find the right mentor. Number three, the right time. And number four, work hard. That is the recipe. As a matter of fact, right now in my current network marketing company, currently right now, I'm identifying, I've been involved for 12 months. I've made $2.3 million starting from scratch in the last 12 months. 
I don't own the company. I wasn't the first one to join the company. There's over 700,000 people above me, 700,000. I didn't bring no team of people. I started solo bolo. You don't know what that means? That means by myself. <laughs> and uh, my first week, I made 100 grand. Six months, I made a million. One year later, 2.3 million in commissions and another 2 million in stock because we're a publicly traded company. And I've helped over 500 people in the last 12 months earn $2,500 per week. And I've helped seven people earn a million in the last 12 months. Man, this thing is good. And so right now what I'm doing is I'm identifying 75 different people all around the world right now that I'm going to help earn $10,000 per week from this opportunity ASAP here in 2018. And all your people got to do, if anybody's interested in you know, entertaining that conversation we're talking about, uh, all you got to do is, is come find me at workwithromacio.com. Work with Romacio.com. R-O-M-A-C-I-O. One more time. R-O-M-A-C-I-O. Work with Romacio.com. And uh, once they go there, type in your, you know, it's a little video you can see, but type in your name, cell phone, and uh, your email, and me or my assistant will contact you ASAP, have a quick conversation, see if you meet the qualifications, and then we can party. Awesome, man. And I'll make sure that I link in the show notes as well so they can be a click away from you. So, I mean, you, you, you've come a long way and I know you had the lifestyle and you probably do now again. But I want to hear, like, what is a, a Monday look like for you right now versus what it looked like back in the day when you were hustling big time? Well, you know what? That's a great question. Over the, one of the things I was good at throughout the years was making money. Obviously, I found the right men just know what they do, right? So I was good at making money throughout the years. But let me tell you the truth, Christian. One of the things that as I look back over the last 10 years of my life, I was bad at, horrible, was saving money. I didn't save nowhere near in comparison to what I made. And it was disgusting. So this is what happened for me one year ago when I was 39. My desire was that when I looked at my financial situation a year ago, I was broke. And if something is broke, you should fix it. And so I was really determined to get out there and fix my broken situation. And so here we are one year later, $2.3 million earned. But more important than that, I've saved now over a million dollars liquid, saved in the bank, saved and now being invested. And so when you ask me your question that you say there, I, I, I can tell you this. It, it's 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 uh, the thing is, is I literally would have to say that. It's uh, when you ask me what a Monday looks like right now, what I have done is we've taken all that money that I've made and saved and I've now put that money aside. So in my mind, I don't have it anymore. So guess how I feel now broke all over again. <laughs> as long as I always remember this for all your listeners, winners create the necessary conditions in their mind in order for them to win. See, if I continue to believe I've got a million dollars saved, blah, blah, blah then my ego gets in the way and you start to think that you've arrived. But if you see me here now, I'm in the office, I'm in the lab, you know, 2018 is gonna be the biggest year for us ever. We're going to 5X the results that has happened for me last year. So we're gonna go from 2 million to 10 million in income this year because I'm helping 75 people get to 10 grand a week. Does that make sense? Right. So, but I don't have that million dollars. It's now put away. I can't touch it, there's penalties on it. So I feel, Broke. So when you ask me what a Monday looks like, baby, the grind is the same now <laughs> as it was back then. 
And honestly, I love the grind. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you about the grind before we wrap up. The reason why I love the grind so much is the grind. Listen, I want all your listeners to write this down. Confidence comes from accomplishment. Confidence, confidence comes from accomplishments. And so literally accomplishment comes from hard work, from you grinding, from you hitting it, from you getting after it, from you going and you you getting after that thing day after day, little by little, you know, as, as they say, yard by yard is hard, but inch by inch, it's a cinch, right? So that your, your, your confidence is going to come from your accomplishments and you will not accomplish anything if you are not taking action. If you're not taking action toward it. So you've got to be about the grind. I love grinders. I love grinders. What I don't like is people who have the mentality of I've arrived. Right. I'm done. I'm finished. I stay away from those type of people. I don't care how rich they are. I, I just stay away from those types of mentalities. I'm always interested in those people that are trying to get better. And awesome. so for me, a Monday looks like today the same way as it did when I was a year ago when I first got started. I love it, man. That's all it is. Hustled right there. So yeah, I want to I want to move on from your story to play a little word game, what I like to call the hustle round, where I'm going to drop a word at you. First first word that comes to mind, say it out loud. There's there's no filter. Whatever comes to mind, just say it. You ready? Yep. Hustle. All day, every day. Employee. Now, I'm allergic to employees. I'm allergic to bosses. <laughs> boss. I am the boss. College. Not necessary. Fear. Always present, but always have courage ah. in the absence of fear. Weakness. No such thing. Always get better. Strengths. Always seek to improve. Motivation. Gotta have it or you die. Books. Wealthy. And last but not least, Romacio. Romacio? Meaning my name? Yeah. What comes to mind? Always successful, no matter what it is. Awesome, man. Thank you so very much for being here today, man. You shared a lot of gold nuggets, a lot of tips, a lot of motivation for everybody that is listening to us right now. So I just want to give the opportunity for you to, and, and for everybody that is listening to us, how can they connect with you? How can they find out more? How can they follow you around and keep learning from you? Where can they find you? Awesome. You can go to workwithromacio.com. Once again, workwithromacio.com is my landing page. And there's a video right underneath the video. It tells you to type in your information, your name, cell phone, email. And like I said, we will contact you within 24, 48 hours right away and have a conversation and see if we can do something together. But again, I'm looking for 75 people that want to make an extra 10 grand a week. And we're going to take you by the hand, show you how to do this thing and have some fun while we go out there and help people. So again, work with is where you can find me. And I want to say thanks to you. Uh, Christian, for doing a wonderful job of putting this together, making yourself as a conduit uh, to, to connect me with them and all this type of stuff, man. Kudos to you. Appreciate it, man. And and again, I'll make sure that I link the 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 website at thehustleshow.co so everybody will be a click away from connecting with you. And I wish you nothing but success. Really appreciate your time to be here. And hopefully we'll stay in touch, man. 
Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to the Hustle Show audio experience. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And even if you didn't, make sure you subscribe to the podcast right now. It's still free. Visit thehustleshow.co for all the show notes and to watch the video experience of this episode. We'll see you soon.